and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. And I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, I thought, sisters, we thought, not just mm-hmm. me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take all the credit for this idea. Just Sydney. So, <laughs> so Sydney had a brilliant plan that <laughs> was maybe actually Riley's. It was mine. Nothing it was, to do with it was me. Riley's plan. Definitely nothing to do with me. I, I'm, I wasn't really to do with me. I'm just taking credit for it. <laughs> Riley, share, how about you tell us, Riley? What are we going to do this week? Something a little um, different. Something a little exciting. We're gonna we're gonna answer some questions from our Facebook fans uh, who commented on a post I put on the Facebook group like three weeks ago, and uh, yeah, we're gonna answer some questions about teens of today and teens of the past. Because that's the thing. I think a lot of of our listeners are wanting to crack open. Riley's teen skull. That doesn't like, sound very that's metaphorically. Really violent. You're not allowed to do that, listeners. No. I'm going to stand in your way. I'm going to fight you off. I can't crack up my skull. My skull can break very easily. I just mean metaphorically to like formed. sift through her teen brains and see what's in Again, there. Again, no. Guys, do you know that, by the way, I have had very three cool. eggs with double yolks in the last two weeks? Speaking of cracking things. The sign. It's a great story. That's, that means something. I don't know what it means. But I, it, Mom didn't either. I asked Mom because I thought <laughs> no, Mom would know what this means. Mom. <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> Mom, what does it mean? And she was like, you're having twins. And I said, but I'm not pregnant. She went, you're having twins. You're going to have twins. Happened. Twins are on the way. <laughs> it happened two more times. And I didn't tell her that because then I thought, no. So you're having six babies. <laughs> Apparently, I'm having sex tuplets. Sex tuplets. Oh, there you no. go. So, go from one kid to seven. Charlie really liked those eggs. Let me tell you that. Well, she they ate were, them. Maybe she's having. They twins. were quite yolky. Have twins in about twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not thinking about that today. Just saying. Well, Riley, uh, thank you. By the way, to all of our listeners who sent in questions yeah. on Facebook or email or whatever other technologies you used by carrier pigeon. Did you get any of those? Carrier pigeon? Carrier mm-hmm. pigeon's so cool. <laughs> that was actually a question I got from the carrier pigeon. <laughs> I got a little slip of paper through my window that said, "Our carrier pigeon's still it, cool." It just said, "Am I cool?" Yeah. <laughs> carrier pigeon just perched on my window and said, "Hey, yo!" It was like wearing like a slap am, am bracelet. Cool? And it was <laughs> scrunchy in its hair. <laughs> Am I am I still cool? When were I guess carrier pigeons were cool. Were cool. B- before <laughs> electricity? Like what I don't know. Wait, we're gonna seventeenth century pigeon listeners out there. I'm sorry. I'm I'm gonna apologize on behalf of my sisters for insulting you. <laughs> carrier pigeons are really smart, you know? I mean, yeah. <laughs> they know like a place to go and a place to get back to. <laughs> Hey, I I, I thought that down for a while. That doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah, but you have like I, you know, a lot more neurons firing up there. Again, let's not insult the pigeon listeners. Can we move past the thing that might insult the pigeon are you, listeners? Are you are you suggesting that we have people list or sorry birds listening to our podcast right <laughs> no. now that are carrier pigeons? I don't know. I like the way you phrase that, that we have birds listening to our show right now that are carrier pigeons. Well, I know. We, that's the crazy I know we have birds, birds. Those crows are de- The crows are, are, are smart as heck. Like, they're definitely out there listening. <laughs> I know those penguins are out there listening. I, I know so. those those swans are out there listening. I don't know about those pigeons. Apparently. 
Taylor I know does. the puffins are. Hey, I, I, I like, puffins are I like pigeons. And whenever I like have to be somewhere and I'm like really like intensely walking down the sidewalk in New York, I feel like I look down and there's a pigeon just walking along beside me with as much like impetus <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we're going somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And he's just making fun of me like, you see, this is what you look like. This is how dumb you look. That's what that pigeon says to me. <laughs> Like with this. I bet that's I bet that's what pigeons do all day in New York. They just like trail people and make fun of them, and all the other pigeons are like, ha. Ah. I remember. Remember the last time I was in New York with Taylor? We were late for a show we were going to see, so we were like running oh, down, running. you know, through yes. Broadway, like trying to make it to this theater. And we get to the theater, and one of the first things Taylor says to me is, "You see those pigeons following us." <laughs> <laughs> they just make fun of you. <laughs> they were walking next to us as we were running. Like, they were like, this, this is what you look sometimes. like. This is what you look like. That's what the pigeons say all day long. <laughs> so I'm going to guess no one actually had any questions about birds. <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Well, uh, what, there weren't any bird related questions. What, what questions did our, did our darling listeners, what did they have? All right. Let's start with, let's start with a, let's start with a, a, an easy one. For, for all of they us. They get hard? I don't know if it's easy or not. They get they get hard, Taylor, and you're being graded. <laughs> so pay attention. Oh, really? Study. <laughs> um, I already did study, and I'm taking notes, and I'm going to get an A, and I'm going to break the curve. So deal with it, sisters. I'm going to grade you all at the end of this episode. <laughs> Sydney, based on that comment... I don't know how I don't know how that A is can, uh, looking for you. Can I do a diorama instead of answer in written form? <laughs> if I don't get 100%, I'm going to cry. And then my mom's going to call you. Well, <laughs> she is. So she is going to call you. <laughs> All right. Um, this one is like a two-part question. And they're, they're kind of related because it's what teens are playing today. Uh, so uh, the first part is... Is truth or dare still treated as a rite of passage for teens, especially those who are in theater? That was from Anthony. And the second part of this question is, does anyone still play hacky sack or wall ball? And that was from Jared. So let's start with the truth or dare and move on from there. Okay. That's a great organization. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank welcome. you, Riley. Thank you, Anthony and Jared, for your questions. Yeah. So let's start with truth or dare. Now, Riley, yes. you you tell us first. I don't know if I would have called truth or dare a rite of passage, but it certainly was something that occurred. Mm-hmm. So maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe it maybe is. Maybe it is. What, it, do you, is that still a thing? Uh, I always find it like parties or like gatherings, there always ends up being a game of either truth or dare or never have I ever uh, among, among the teens. Okay. So uh, it's still happening? Yeah. I don't think it's as like, no one really does like, ooh, I dare you to go do something like, you know, like crazy, like, you know, crazy dare. What are you, I mean, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> well, if it's not a crazy dare, what do you dare each other to do? I don't know. I never take dare. I so dare I... you to finish your soda in a, like, not too fast. You don't want to get burps, but, you know, just like <laughs> finish get... it. Finish it before you throw it away. I, and I, then I dare you to put it in the recycling when you're done. Also, take Save the pop the tabs off. I'm saving those. I dare you to take your socks um, off and then put your shoes back on with those socks. What? <laughs> I never, I never pick dares, so I don't really get a lot of dares. You never pick dare? No, I always pick truth. I, I always pick, I always pick truth too. What you, you lamos? The point of truth or dare is dare. Taylor, what's the oh. what, what was the craziest thing you did on the dare? Oh, I probably ate something disgusting. I feel like that's what all dares eventually <laughs> <laughs> grew to. I remember. 
this isn't truth or dare, but you said you probably ate something disgusting. And I had a party once when I was like, I don't know, eight and Taylor was home and it was like me and just a bunch of like other eight year old <laughs> girls. And we, we, we invented this game that was just making Taylor eat a bunch of really gross things. <laughs> the, the, the best thing about this is I have no memory of this because I was definitely intoxicated. Yeah. Yeah. And the night yeah. ended and you were like, listen, I got to go to bed. You guys maybe eat some really gross stuff. So you went to bed and I felt so bad. I was like, oh no, guys, no. I made my sister sick. I would have done that whether you were there or not. Let's be real. She would have just been eating things. That's, that's, uh, that's Taylor in the fridge when she's drunk. Truth or dare, Taylor? Dare. Eat the dark tomato juice. Okay. See, this, again, I don't think this is a time period. I just feel like I had a different experience. I would say that the point of truth or dare when I played it as a teenager was <laughs> one of two things. If you said truth, they're going to ask you about liking somebody. Not like liking them, you know, like like liking them. Liking. Liking somebody. Right. But that was the that was the whole point of saying truth was that you were going to have to admit somebody you liked or who didn't like you somebody. You could always just say no. But that's the thing, and I appreciate this about you, Sid, and maybe you too, Riley, is that the, 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 the cop out about truth is you could always lie, but I guess you follow yeah. the rules. No, I always It was, it was I truth. Always it's not truth, dare, or lie. <laughs> no, it is. It's, it's, it's eating yeah. this stuff or lie. That's the game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and see, that's the other part of it. The dares, at least, you know, for us, were rarely eat gross stuff. The dares were usually like kiss somebody. Sydney, what is up with you and all of your friends <laughs> making out with each other all the time? We were that's what we did. Like why am I the only teenager on earth who did this? Well, I think it's that you found weird ways to do it. Like like I don't know, it's kinda like, yeah. you know, like when you play drinking games, my problem with drinking games is always like, I just want to drink. I don't want to like, oh no, you picked the wrong card, you have to drink. It's like my drink is gone because I was drinking, because that's what I'm here to do, like an adult. Like you could have just made out. You didn't have to make all these weird like games around like, oh no, now you have to kiss somebody. Like you wanted to do that all along, man. Yeah, but you know, I mean I don't think that it's that much of a stretch to say, like when you're a teenager and you like somebody, you don't know exactly how to make that happen all the time. And Truth or Dare or like Seven Minutes in Heaven or those kinds of games or Spin the Bottle were like easy shorthands, like a way to get wait, to kiss somebody. Wait, wait, did you really play Seven Minutes in Heaven? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Really? <laughs> who? I, I always I see that like on TV shows and stuff, but who really plays it? Sydney. I mean, Sydney? Sydney and her friends did. I don't know. We did. I mean, I, it seems like a weird, you know, it's pretty weird. It was only seven minutes. Like you don't, like nothing too nothing too wild ever went on just you know you never know with all those friends you had making out on the school bus just you never some, know what's gonna happen a closet just some smooching just a little smooching you had significant more smooching in your childhood than i had i, I, I did have a lot of smooching more smooching i could count the smooching on one hand i had like 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 two two point five smooching two smooches <laughs> it's do you know what? Hey, listen, it's okay to enjoy smooching <laughs> and to seek out opportunities for smooching. Charlie I really enjoy smooching. Well, okay. <laughs> like her family. Yeah. Well, she'll go up to you and be like, smooch. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she'll go hug, mooch. Maybe she got it from you. You know that's probably true. If she's if she's a moocher, it's probably my fault. She's not a player. She just mooches a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That was. There's nothing wrong with that. It's fine if you don't. If you don't like smooching, that's fine. If you do like smooching, that's fine too. You know, just be smart this about is, your smooching. This is a smoocher empowerment episode. It is. <laughs> I don't regret any of those smooches. 
Sydney has gathered us here to defend <laughs> her, her past experience of lots of smooching. <laughs> oh, <no>. So... <laughs> What about okay, <laughs> the the hacky sack part of this question or wall ball? And see, I I don't feel like we did a lot of wall ball. I, don't, I didn't I don't know, know what that is. It sounds. I don't know what wall ball is. For a second, I thought it was like like there's handball, but that's different. And then I was thinking like, is that something like highlight? Which it's I'm still not sure on what highlight today. is, but it's not. I don't think it's handball. <laughs> I don't know or what wall, wall ball is. No, yeah, I, I I I do remember the kids that, that that played the hacky sack. I was never cool enough. They were always like those cool but didn't didn't give a care kind of kids that played the hacky sack outside during lunchtime. You know, sort of like sort of like the kids who grew up to become Jason Mraz. <laughs> no, that's an insult <laughs> to everybody that played hacky sack anywhere. <laughs> Why? Wow, I just mean like that kind of you know like look at my hat. I don't wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, I'm just happy and carefree. Just not bothering anybody. Playing some so, some sack. Okay. Playing <laughs> some sack. I, don't think, I think it's cool. a nice thing. I, I don't mean like, it's an insulting like way. Every, I think like, they're very nice people. Like like every like, you shouldn't fall for that boy. He's no good. And, and our high school was, was a kid that played hacky sack. <laughs> <laughs> that was the rebel without a cause, but with a hacky sack. Well, while you all have been talking about playing the sack, I think is what I heard. Uh, playing play the sack. I've been looking up wall ball, <laughs> trying to figure out what it is. And I still don't know what it is. But I'd like to share with you all some some wall ball language, as it says on the Wikipedia page. Um, <laughs> I didn't even look what they are. I just like the names. Like, um, Holdy. <laughs> what? Holdy. Uh, baby. Uh, skid. Trap Bounce. Overdog, <laughs> troll time. Okay, we're gonna have to. Um... I'm really not sure that these are not all like uh, these. Is this something to do with the Kama Sutra? <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we're gonna have to get back to you with this wall ball. Apparently, we don't know what we're talking about. When it's it comes a schoolyard game similar to butts up. Butts you up. Know? Butts up. <laughs> no, I think you're on the wrong wiki. <laughs> Don't look at this. No, I have to know what butts up no. is. No, don't don't Google that. <laughs> butts close, up. Close also, your computer. Also known as mom, mom. Also known as adult. Also known as peanut butter no. or um. <laughs> this just gets worse. Rope realtors. <laughs> no, don't look at this. What are you doing? Red butt. Red butt. We gotta get off this topic. It's gonna go to bad places. Okay. Um. Do you, uh, I don't know what any of this means. But the kids still play hacky sack. I saw. No, no, they don't. No, I've never seen anyone play hacky sack, and hey, I've never played hacky sack. Bring back hacky sack. You bring back the, the sack. Like nineties is so in right now. You could be the kid that brings back hacky sack. Like, hey, all you other kids, I got this cool thing that's super new, but also like totally cool and retro. And then but you see, bust like, out the sack. Do you know what hacky sack is? At you least? have to like you take you take the the sack right, it's a and then you like bean bag sack it. full of beans. Yeah. <laughs> you bounce it on like your your heels and your knees and stuff without using your hands yeah. and your feet. Like you, yeah, you just kick it up in the air and like kick. Like you usually would like stand in a really cool looking circle, and kick it around and like your buddies. What's, who a, what's also a cool look looking cool. circle? Sid? Like everybody in the circle look pretty cool. Everybody's they cool. just all look really chill. Yeah. 
Wait, was that was Hackensack in a in, in a very important scene in She's All That? Like when I he's performing remember. at the uh, the the experimental theater <laughs> and he does like the hacky sack like whole like monologue about like not letting the ball drop because he's like got to keep the ball in the air because he's got a lot of like pressure on his shoulders. Oh, I'm the only one that's, that knows this. Let's I never saw She's All That. I, I know that's either. like a terrible thing to admit. I've having... never seen that. See, that's okay for you. It, it was in our time. I should have there, seen there's it. A, there's, a, there's a set of stairs at my workplace, and every time I walk down them in my head, I'm going, there she goes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I always thought the, the, the thing about the kids who played hacky sack, um, because I didn't. I did, I, I've never been coordinated enough to do anything like that. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not coordinated enough to start that back. So I didn't, and I thought I would look really uncool doing it because I would just I would not do well. You just drop it and have to pick it up. Yeah. And it's just nothing like I didn't have friends who were necessarily doing it. Although there were plenty of people playing hacky sack. Mm. But sometimes like it, since we've talked about like the giant pants that were in style at the time, I always wondered because a lot of those kids would also wear giant pants. Mm. And that seems like mm. a big problem if you're sacking to also have the giant <laughs> pants like that, that would get in the way. Like you should be wearing shorts or like some sort of tight, tight ankled but it seems like tight pants tight pants weren't tight pant were they weren't a thing no they weren't but that but they should have brought they should have started that fat or maybe like cut cut your giant jeans into giant jean is shorts that how, is that how skinny jeans became was that maybe for hacky sack for, sec- for a second but was that part of the game maybe like you wear these giant pants and then you try to balance this little beanbag on your feet like maybe that was the <laughs> I don't know, but Riley, will you please try to bring Hacky Sack back? I'll try my best, guys. I will say this. I call a little bit of shenanigans because I was at the mall the other day, and I saw three teenage boys playing Hacky Sack, and I just, my mind, like, exploded. I was like, you are hanging at the mall, and you are playing Hacky Sack. What is happening? Were they wearing giant jeans? No, they were just, like, in shorts. You got to get them some giant jeans, Riley. That's how you get in with the cool kids. You just walk up to them, you throw them a beanbag and some giant pants and say, you know what to do. But... But are they the cool kids? <laughs> no. I don't I wanted to go up and like ask them, excuse me, is this cool? Is Can that, I join? Is this a thing now? Is it cool? Because <laughs> it was a thing. Is it a thing again? I've never seen anyone playing Hacky Sack. But I would also like to point out it's been almost 19 minutes and we have only talked about Hacky Sack and Truth or Dare. <laughs> so uh, would so, you all like to hear? Yeah, the move next us on to the next on. question. Um, this one isn't as funny, I don't think, but it's a good question. Um, <laughs> it's okay, Riley. It's, not all questions in life have to be funny. It's not as funny. Um, <laughs> what are the usual teen aspirations now, like going to college and moving, or is it more specific now? And that is from Christopher. Well, thank you, Christopher. I think we. I think it. It would be good to find out a l- some a little more serious stuff, mm-hmm. Riley. Like, you know, that's a. I, there's a lot of talk about people graduating from high school and not knowing, like. Are you going to be able to get a job and and that yeah. kind of you we hear that that like narrative on the media a lot. So I feel like a lot of people that are graduating like now or will be graduating like in my generation of people mm-hmm. um don't really know what they're doing. I mean, I'm sure there are people who know what they're doing after they graduate now, but I feel like there's a lot more people who don't know what they're doing and just go to college because it's like what you're supposed to do. Like, they don't think there's any other choice other than to just go to college and, like, figure out what you're going to do while you're there. Um, I also think where we're from or, like, where we live now, uh, a lot of people assume that they're supposed to move away. Because I have a lot of teachers that say, like, hey, 
get out once you graduate. Don't come back here because if you go to college here, you're just going to be here forever. That's a terrible thing to say. Maybe you'll want to. I know. But that's that's what all my teachers are telling me now. Uh, is, is it because of that that idea that there aren't enough jobs around here? I think it's that. I think it's there isn't a very diverse range of jobs around here. I mean, there there is, but they don't think there are. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a problem a lot of places, yeah. you know. I mean, it's not just here, but. Right. So they just assume that all of us are going to want to move to like, you know, somewhere really big. Do you, do you feel like if you were to like, uh, and I know you guys don't have these kinds of conversations, for, or at least I don't think you do from the things you've told me before. Probably not. <laughs> but if I were to like go around like your circle of friends and say, or acquaintances and say like, what are you going to do when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Would they have an answer? I feel like a lot of them actually know what they want to do, like what they would like to do, but not a lot of them want to pursue it. They don't know how to get there. They don't know how to do it. They're yeah. just going to kind of wait yeah. and hope it happens. Like this is what I want to do, but I don't know how to get there. So, you know, I'll just go to college mm-hmm. and see if I can figure it out while I'm there. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know if maybe, maybe that was kind of different. I'm trying to remove my personal experience. I mean, I've known what I wanted to do since I was 12. Right. I was lucky in that regard. Not, not. I don't think most people do. Uh, but I feel like most of the people that I graduated with had plans. Like they were going to college for very specific reasons or mm-hmm. they weren't going to college for a very specific reason. Like right. they had like, not just like where they wanted to end up, but like the first step in how to get there. Mm-hmm. Well, and I would say that Sid, I think our generations were some of the last people that had that question mark of will you go to college or not? Because it was still sort of a question if you did. Like it was the norm by my graduating class, but it was still not to the point that it was an absolute necessity. Like I think we've mm-hmm. entered into a period now where Riley, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's assumed that the that it would be an exception if you didn't go to college. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Which is true. That has been just a gradual shift, you know, over even before us where more and more kids go to college as mm-hmm. opposed to just starting in the workforce as right. soon as you're, you know, out of high school. Yeah. Um, but that, but then that is the other side of that is that you, you do have maybe a lot more people going to college without really kind of an idea of what to do there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to pick a pathway at, at our hunting or at our uh, <laughs> high school, like what you want to do when you're done. Mm-hmm. So the two options are either you're going to college or you're going to the vocational school instead of taking classes here and you're learning a skill and that's what you're doing when you graduate. So there's no in between. There's no like, I don't want to go to the vocational school, but I don't know if I want to go to college. Like, that's your two options. And you have to pick one, and then you're the classes you have to take in order to graduate are based off of that. Which, I don't know, it is hard though, because the days of there being a lot of easily available jobs that you don't have to have any sort of specialized training, mm-hmm. either you know vocational training or, or a college degree or, or some sort of advanced degree... The, there aren't those days are kind of gone. I'm not saying those jobs don't exist, but they're just not nearly as much as they used to. Right. Um, so you you have to have some kind of training. You have to have some mm-hmm. sort of ability to do something. And or or the flip side, if you're not going to kind of follow any of those paths, you better have a really good plan and the motivation and the drive to kind of set out on your own and pursue whatever it is you're going to do with that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's rare to find that at just at your age. Yeah. Like it's just, you know, a lot of the times you're still trying to figure everything out and to kind of have everything already set in your head is rare. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and college is a nice period of time where you're 
basically there to figure that out. But, um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, as somebody that happened to have gone into something that probably I, I've never been asked to show proof that I went to art school to, for any of the art jobs I've ever had. It's all just been about, let me see the work you can do. Can you do this job for the, you know, the amount of time for the money I can pay you? So I don't know. I, I almost feel like it's, it's sort of a bummer that that's, that's a necessity. It's, it's an exception if you don't go versus, you know, if you do, cause I do think there still are jobs out there that, Maybe you don't necessarily need to get in debt and go to college for it to do. You just need to have the confidence to to pursue it for a couple of years. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, growing up in theater, there are a lot of people I've seen graduate and then that are my friends now that are graduating at the same time I will be that want to pursue musical theater and like go and be a professional actor and their parents and like teachers have kind of convinced them like you have to go to college and you have to like get a musical theater degree and you have to pay all this money and go to a really good school for that but I almost feel like for uh fields of work like that it's almost better if you don't go to college and that's just you go and you move somewhere where that's a big thing and you start auditioning and doing the stuff necessary for that. I think it's hard. I think that yeah. definitely, I mean, similarly to, in, I was going to say, you know, your experience in art school, Tay, I'm sure you, I mean, you learn a lot more technique. And you oh, learn, yeah, I don't discount you know, you have, experience. Right, yeah. right, right. You, yeah. have, you have a lot of skills because of that. So, I mean, I don't think it's like a terrible idea to do it. But at the same time, there's also this, I hate to say luck, but part of it is luck. Mm-hmm. You know, if you are talented and you're in a really competitive field to just, be at the right place at the right yeah. time in front of the right person mm-hmm. who's going to recognize that and want to do something. And, you know, it's not always having the talent and the ability and even having the training to back it up isn't always enough, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's true. That, yeah. That's, I, I, I guess it's, yeah. I mean, cause I, I'm very, I'm very lucky and very happy to have, to have gone to the school I went to and, and gotten the education I, I, I received. But I do wish there was a bit more thought into like, hey, does my job need a four-year degree? Does it need a trade school? Because I, I think that's also something that we seem to like kind of discount is like that's not as good as a college. It's like, no, some vocational schools will train you for the job that, if that's the kind of job that you want, if that's what you want to go into. It's the perfect, like, best thing for you to do. But I think there's right. such a precedent on going to college now. I mean, clearly, Sydney, you're a doctor. I don't want to go to a doctor that's like, you know yeah. what? I did my own thing. I did independent study for eight years. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's probably good that my training is kind of uh, structured. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I would you kind of have to. It's something that I, but, I want some schooling for. But, uh, you know, draw, whatever, just draw comic books. Uh, maybe, boy, either way, it could have worked out. I, yeah. I think that it highlights a, a very common point, though, no matter when, what period of time we're talking about, what age, what era, that we focus a lot on asking teenagers and even before they're teenagers, I'm asking little kids, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we don't focus a lot on how do you get there? Yeah. What are the steps? Like, I think that's what we need to be talking to high school students a lot more about is what is the first thing you do when you graduate high school? Mm-hmm. Not where you want to end up in 10 years. Because it's nice to think about that, but if you don't know what you're going to do tomorrow, how are you ever going to get to that 10 years? And we don't talk about that. We just say, I don't know, go to college and figure it out. And they don't really teach it either, at least, I mean, the school I go to, it's not, I don't, I mean, I don't know how to like, what if I need to apply for a loan in college or like buy an apartment or something like that? Like, 
I don't know how to do all that. I mean, <laughs> I have people in my life that will show me how to do yeah, that. Yeah, we'll help you. Yeah, Taylor but and I'll like, help you. <laughs> right. I'll appreciate it. But um, not everyone has people who have been through all that stuff and know how to do it. And in class, we're just point. taught, you know, the same stuff that we're supposed to be learning in college, I guess, because they expect all of us to go to college. Um, so we're not really being taught life skills, yeah. really, that are important. Hmm. Even like That's really interesting. You know, like things you can do to support the career that you want to eventually achieve, but, you know, do on the long side yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and the, the also the understanding, I don't mean to be, I don't want to be a negative Nancy. I'm just, you know, that sometimes you have a dream job and, you know, mine, I was lucky if I worked hard enough you know, I had the, I had the, I don't want to say I was smart enough to do it, but like I had the capacity to memorize a lot of stuff and I worked really hard. And so I was able to achieve my dream job. Um, mm-hmm. But not every job is is like that. Sometimes yeah. you got to kind of think like, that's what I'd love to do. What else can I do like that? Or how can I make that part of my life? Even if I can't be, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. the most famous actor in the world. Right. I feel like any sort of arts degree should have like one class that just teaches you how to like split checks and steam milk and balance three plates at one time. Just in case. <laughs> just in cases. Just in cases. Well, it's good to think like I'm going to enjoy my life no matter what, no matter what it has in store for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't have to have this one thing to be happy. I could, there are lots of things that could make me happy. Um, that doesn't mean give up on your dreams, but it means like realize that there's more to life than ach- achieving like this one thing that you've set out for yourself. Yeah. Like if I don't have this, I'll be miserable. Well, that's ne- And that's never a good path for anybody, no, right. no matter what you want to pursue. Right. And I think anybody yeah. that gets, even once you achieve that one thing, and I mean, Sydney, hey, as, as the, somebody that I know that actually actually achieved that one thing that you set out to do, it's not like, and you live happily ever after everything comes to a close. <laughs> You, you know your your happiness level adjusts to achieving that thing. You still have to you, you still go forward. There's still new challenges. It's not like that answers everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you, there are things you really you didn't realize that you would love more that you do. I mean, because I always thought the most important thing to me ever was going to be to be a doctor. Um, but now I'd say it's being a mom, mm-hmm. and I did not see that coming. You, if you would ask me that ten years ago, I would have said, "Oh, I mean, I'm I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just really career focused." Hey man, life is and not a destination, it's a journey, man. There you go. Man. Let's play some sack. <laughs> What's the next question? Um, all right, all right. The first part of this question comes from Ben, and it says, do teens still watch TV programming on an actual TV set at a set time, like TGIF back in the day, or is it all on demand like Netflix or whatever screen is nearby, or are they just watching personal YouTube channels most of the time? Um, and there's a second part to this that comes from Morgan. It says, have teens of any era really been into teen Nick? <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I, I want us to avoid, let me, let me put out this disclaimer. I, want, I feel like we haven't talked enough about television yet on this mm-hmm. show. And we can devote at least an episode, if not several, yeah. to that. So I don't want to get into all the ins and outs of the glorious years and of YouTube television. And YouTube and Netflix and, and stuff e- like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll try to keep it somewhat general. Yeah. But first of all, Riley, I, I get the impression you don't watch a lot of TV. No. Like real-time TV happening. There are probably maybe like two or three shows that come on once a week that I watch with mom and dad. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Wednesday night or Thursday night or something like that. But other than that, I just watch Netflix and YouTube. Yeah. That's it. D- is Okay. Do you know what TGIF is? No. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, man. 
Taylor, I don't even know how to explain the gloriousness of TGIF. TGIF stood for the meaning. Thank God God it's Friday. Friday. Or actually, it was probably supposed to be thank goodness it's Friday because it was family programming. No, because I feel like there was like a TGIF, thank God it's Friday, like little like song. Maybe I just sang that to myself. I think you're right. I think you're right. (laughs) I assumed it meant thank God it's Friday because I mean, because that's what that means. I know that. It was a block of programming on ABC on Friday nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it changed. Like the shows that were in it changed. Uh, but it was like important viewing for everybody. Like the, our whole family sat down to watch TGIF. But that's what you talked about on Monday morning. You guys see that TGIF? <laughs> and there were all these sitcoms on it like um, like uh, Step by Step and Full House was on it for a while. And the Boy Meets World, mm-hmm. which now currently... Girl Meets World. Girl Meets World exists. Yes. I, I'm not going to say I watch that. I don't. I'm not going to say I don't watch <laughs> I it. I just watched the episodes of Ryder Strong uh, guest stars. Ah, Ryder Strong. Forever. Teen Heartthrob. Ah, Ryder Strong. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Oh, oh. Riley. There, there were a lot of great shows on TGIF, and we would all sit around as a family and enjoy them. Mm. Family Matters, yeah. you know, Urkel. Yeah. Okay. You've heard of Urkel? Yeah. You know, da, 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 I do that. <laughs> do you want me to do some more? <laughs> Please do some Say more. Say one more phrase that Urkel said other than that. Right now. Go. Okay. Got any cheese? <laughs> <laughs> he said that one too. What? One more. One more. Okay. okay. I, I'm out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really enjoyed that show. It was fine programming. There was also a show called Dinosaurs on that block oh for a while, <laughs> which was a bunch of di- like there were people dressed up as dinosaurs, like big dinosaur costumes, and it was a show about a family of dinosaurs. It sounds like a show Charlie would watch. Did anybody no, else it, have like it, confusing feelings about the teenage son? Like he's definitely a dinosaur, but he's pretty cute. <laughs> no? Nope. Nope. Because <laughs> no? <laughs> I didn't either. That was super weird. <laughs> No, but Learning a lot of things about you all today. Have you seen Justin has a t-shirt with a baby dinosaur on it that says, not the mama? No. Oh, that's from that show. <laughs> yes, Justin has a dinosaur's t-shirt. <laughs> so, it, it, but there was like, a, a, almost like appointment television like that back in the day where we would all sit down together and watch it mm-hmm. um, every week and you wouldn't miss that. Right. Because it was, it was what you were going to talk about on Monday and you didn't, you like you couldn't repeat it unless you were going to stick a tape in the, you know. VHS, VHS, and the VCR there, VCR? and record it and save it. Then it was it was gone forever. Otherwise, yeah, I don't have anything like that. That uh, like set programming. There was, a, there was an ephemerality just... to our TV shows that made them more more uh, more meaningful. And there was like a so Teen Nick in our day was called Snick mm-hmm. Saturday Night. Was that for Saturday Night Nick? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say for Saturday Night. Yes, and there was like. It was like iconic because it was Nickelodeon, but it was for teenagers. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, you know, like kids. Was the grassy on your all's your no, all's team Nick? No. no, unfortunately, that was that was Canadian. Oh, but we had Alex Mack. We had we had. Uh, Are you afraid of the dark? Mm-hmm. Um, um, the Roundhouse. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Wasn't Keenan and Kel? Uh, yeah. Well, all that, all that, and then that became Keenan and Kel. Yeah. All that was like a kids uh, Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know Keenan, who's on Saturday Night Live, was on. Mm-hmm. That's where he started. Right. It was like it was like exciting when Snick was coming on. It was like instead of the Nickelodeon logo, it was just that orange couch. Yep. 
just the bi- a big orange couch and mm-hmm. then like an orange letter snick on a black screen. It was like, this is the cool, <laughs> this is cool Nickelodeon. Cool yeah, you'd like hang out on Saturday night and like watch snick. I remember doing that in yeah, middle school, elementary school, but yeah, yeah. with like your friends. You don't, you don't have I mean, anything like that now, Riley, do you? I watched a lot of Teen Nick when I was in middle school and elementary school. Uh, I watched a lot of, on well, on our Teen Nick, it wasn't those shows. It was like Zoe 101, uh, Degrassi, uh, the De- Amanda show. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember you watching that stuff. Yeah. So and the Amanda so- show was kind of like all that, like yeah. it was kind of like a, like a kid's yeah. SNL, but also with a, like a story of characters behind it. Do you want me to describe to you the plot of <laughs> no, the no, Amanda no. show? But all that, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Really? I'm good. I'll, I'm I'll leaning that. into that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it was great. I loved it. But that was like the only, and it wasn't a certain night of the week either. It was like every night, like I remember getting in bed and I would always turn mm-hmm. on the TV before I went to bed. And it was like, if you were watching TV at 10 o'clock on Nick, it was Teen Nick. And those were all the shows that came on. So that's gone now. Yeah. I don't think there is a Teen Nick anymore, but like they don't even show reruns of those shows on TV anymore. Um, and, and you don't even watch TV on TV, I feel like. I feel like no, you just sit with TV your computer. Well, on I mean, my on computer. Your, yeah, on your laptop. Yeah. But I mean, are, how, are there still like the shows that everybody's watching, even if it's on Netflix or or whatever on your... Oh, yeah. Like um, Grey's Anatomy is a big one that a lot of people watch really? on Netflix. Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friends, we have talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's not just mother. you. Like everybody's like Friends has is having a revival. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I well, that it's was not just, just me. Oh, so everybody's watching the same shows. Still, it's just it's it's just yeah. not it's by choice, not necessarily by that's the only thing that's on. Yeah, like there are a lot of times where like I'll be over at friends' houses and we're like, "Well, what do you want to watch?" And no one really wants to watch a movie, and we're like, "Hey, let's watch." Or have you all seen the latest season of Grey's Anatomy? It's now on Hulu. Let's let's go turn it on. I Thank haven't you. seen the last three episodes. Let's watch them together. Well, that's kinda, <laughs> well, nice yeah. that you're watching it together, and you're not yeah. just all like silently sitting in your dark rooms with your no, laptops watching times, friends like, marathons like well during the week that is that is a lot of what we do but then we talk about it like hey did you see this episode of friends or Grey's anatomy or shows like that you're uh, like you're getting into how i met your mother now right yeah, yeah i just started it over i feel like that's true for art i mean for definitely for my adult friends it's like like what was that make uh what was that making a murderer that, well, that's true. Everybody, that was like a fad. Like yeah. everybody did. Yeah, we did that too. Yeah, like there were those things, and it was they were readily available all the time on Netflix. But you know, you get those 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 buzz words. The shows like everybody's got to watch this now. That's true, but I I will say that, and maybe it's just because I'm older. Justin and I still like it's Survivor time. That's <laughs> mom and every dad week, too. It's time for Survivor. Really? <laughs> we yes, I. I have lots of thoughts on this season, but I won't share them right now. I I haven't had a TV with cable in my house, I think, since I graduated college. Um, And I realize saying that sounds pretentious. Like, I watch so much stuff on my computer, it's it's depressing. Um, I think there was like a minute where it's like, oh, you have a TV? I haven't had a TV since I graduated. Like, that sounded like a cool thing to say. Like, no, I sit sit in my bed and eat pizza and watch my laptop. Like, so much worse. We have lots of TVs. I like TVs. <laughs> we have lots of TVs. Well, it's good to have a TV because sometimes you just want to turn on HGTV 
and see what they're doing over there. Or be like dad and just want to turn on the food channel and That's, watch all of those shoes there's, shows. There's in that row. too. Yeah. Especially around the holidays. There's is. some really fun baking challenges and you don't want to miss those. And those maybe. are also on Netflix. No, sometimes oh. I get super wasted and watch Cupcake Wars. <laughs> I love Cupcake Wars. I watch it on Netflix all the time. It's like it's Friday night. I got nothing to do. Probably going to drink some whiskey and watch Cupcake Wars by myself. Uh, what's our next question, Riley? Um, <laughs> this one is another more serious one. Um, it comes from Ryan, and it says, How politically opinionated are teens today? When I was in high school, it was the height of the Bush years, and we got labeled as obnoxiously idealistic liberals and simultaneously uninformed and not caring. I feel like teens today have it even worse being labeled as either caring too much or caring too little. Hmm, I think that's a good question because... Uh, let's see. When I graduated, it was right after the, see, I graduated in 2001. So it was right after the 2000 election year. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I do not feel like people were very, I don't know, politically active, at least at our high school. Um, I was, but I think that I was kind of an anomaly. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually remember they brought the people to register you to vote to our high school so that you could go register to vote. And I was already registered because I registered like the day I turned 18. Uh -huh. I was like, I was like the first thing I wanted to do was go be like, I'm going to vote now. I'm, I mean, not <laughs> now, but I'm going to register so I can. Uh -huh. I was very excited to be able to vote. And uh, when they brought the people there, I remember one of my classmates who had turned 18 but had not registered said, hey, I, I need to go register to vote. And I know you know about this stuff. So like, am I a Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> Which isn't a... What would you, you say? Well, it's not a fair question because, I mean, like, obviously I'm biased. Like, right. you know, I want more people voting with me. Yeah. And so I said, ah, oh, well, I mean, that's hard, you know, man. There are a lot of different issues and it, it really, it's not something like, I, can, I can't tell you what you are. And he goes, okay, well, let me just ask you this. I know one of them are for rich people and one of them are for poor people. <laughs> so am I a Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> because I want to be for poor people. And I said... Well, I guess you're a Democrat, man. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment. Uh, no judgment, but... I'm statement. not even kidding. I know. I'm just saying I've, I'm a Democrat, so I used it to my advantage, and I'm sorry. That was sneaky and um, underhanded, and I apologize <laughs> retroactively. We uh, we did a unit on like the Second Amendment and what we feel about guns rights and stuff mm -hmm. uh, in English class, because um, we were reading a book about stuff like that, and one of my when the people in my class turned to me that I was friends with and said, am I a Republican or a Democrat? I got asked the same question. And we, since we were talking about guns, I said, well, how do you feel about guns? And they told me how they felt. And I said, mm, yeah, you're a Republican. <laughs> so, uh, so apparently, um, People are about as tuned in as they were back then. Yeah. I have a lot of friends who get their, uh, political opinions from like, Twitter and Instagram and like all these like hardcore like Tumblr posts that they think are super cool and they're like yeah I'm a Democrat really oh, yeah no, I mean, and I try to ask them about like something like they aren't informed about candidates at all or like actual things that are happening like this is what they base their opinions on so I try to ask them I'm like oh well how do you feel about you and they're like what 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 are you talking about like I'm a Democrat yeah. So not from their parents? There's a lot of that too. But then I feel like also there's a lot of people who are like, my parents are Republicans, but I'm a hardcore Democrat. Oh, they're like rebelling. Like, like they're rebelling against their parents. 
There's a lot of that. I, I don't know. I, I would have said that most, Taylor, I don't know if you would support this. Most of the people that I remember talking to about politics, they just were whatever their parents were. Mm. I mean, there that was, that people, was, I felt that default yeah. a lot. Like, I don't know, this is what my parents feel. They say it around the house a lot. So it's what I believe too. And yeah. so I'm going to register there with the same party. And, um, it, which I don't know if I, I wasn't one of those people because we came from a, like a mixed household. Yeah. We had a, a Republican and a Democrat, you know, so we could kind of mm-hmm. choose which way we wanted to go. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the majority of people I go to school with are in that kind of situation. Either they're, they like what their parents say, so they're for their parents and like they do what they say, or they don't like their parents, so they just go against what their parents <laughs> say, but they're not actually informed themselves. So it has nothing to do with the candidates. It's right. really just if you like your mom and dad a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of that. I well, don't know. I would have thought... I, well, I think Riley, you're in a very different uh, like time than we were because I think that the, I mean, it, this this election is like a watershed election, but I think it's largely because uh, the youth is involved. Like, there's so much more of a youth presence. I I felt like growing up, like the elections were very much a thing. Like, this isn't. It has nothing to do with me. Nothing I do will enact change. My opinions don't matter as a young person. Like. Right. I mean, that yeah. was the Bush administration for me. Like, that's, you know, for that's how I felt about that. It was like, this is so detached from anything I believe. But I think like now it's almost like your your generation or the people that are kind of waking up and tuning in and and, and and making moves. So it's it's very different. And I think it is that sort of Tumblr politics. It's that Instagram politics. It's the social mm-hmm. media politics that are such a new thing on the playing field in this election. Yeah. Well, and my... My understanding is that your generation has been quite energized by Bernie Sanders. <laughs> that is what that is what they tell me on the TV on that the I TV? do that I do watch sometimes on the on the news programs on the TV. They say that you youths are quite energized by that you're all feeling the burn. Uh, I'd say that's true. A lot of the people I associate with, well, take that back. There's a large majority of people at my school who are in the Young Republicans Club. <laughs> So there so are a not lot of people at my school who are not feeling the burden who attended the Trump rally uh, in our capital. Okay. Don't, mm, don't they're, like they're involved much, in the process. They're involved. I guess they know, they know what they like, but I feel like it's a pretty even split between the young Republicans and people who are for Bernie Sanders of people I know, at least that, that is interesting. Cause I don't, I don't remember other than like, like I said, there were people like me who were kind of like nerdy, like I'm into politics and I like to know what's going on and I want to argue with people, but there aren't a lot of people who want to argue because they don't, right. they don't have an opinion on it or they don't really care or like, it's kind of like you said, Taylor, like it doesn't matter what we say anyway. Yeah. Right. I, I remember that that was very much the feeling was like adults get to decide this stuff. Yeah. Um, it's nice to hear that maybe yeah. that's changed though, mm-hmm. you know? that maybe young people understand that like you do have a voice and you do have a vote and moving forward. Yeah. I know you can't vote yet, Riley, but like next election, you're, you're, if you guys decided to mobilize and come out and, and I'll vote you, you would have a voice because mm-hmm. politicians would wake up and pay attention to that. Well, I think right. That's already what we're seeing. I mean, with the rise of a president or presidential candidate like Bernie Sanders is somebody that, would have never played the mainstream political game, but it it's through the readily accessed social media, and and that's how your generation communicates that that is where his campaign was founded. I would say, mm-hmm. yeah. 
That's really interesting because then it does, if we contrast that to what I would say, a lot of my friends kind of adopted their political beliefs from their parents. Whether you like your parents or not, it wouldn't be like a cool, fun, like, yeah, I'm just going to hang out with the rents this evening and like <laughs> chat about the, you know, local elections and who we're going to vote for, for magistrate. Like, uh-huh. I mean, you know, like it wasn't, it wasn't something cool or exciting, but once you've put it out there, you know, on social media and it's become something that you can all engage in directly mm-hmm. and directly one-on-one, you know, with the candidate and together, mm-hmm. I guess it does make it a cooler, more fun, exciting thing. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, that's, yeah, I that, mean, it's very true. Like the, the, the readily available sort of like everyone involves social media culture is, is definitely changing everything. Like I, like the movies that get made, suddenly it's not just what studios think will work. It's what we have, like these fan bases that we have like uh, built in understanding that exists. Like that's, that's why we get the kind of the movies we get now. And I, I think that, you know, it's the shift has been like stuff that gets all the way to the top and gets financed versus stuff that starts kind of grassroots but because everything can be on the internet immediately, we, we get access to these things. It's it's really kind of fascinating to see, like, yeah, what what's going to happen with your generation moving forward with that platform at, at your disposal? Yeah, you've just got to vote. That's the thing, though. Next election, you can't you can't just create clever memes. <laughs> but that bird, that that sweet little campaign manager bird yeah. that Bernie Sanders got working for him. I know just, everybody loves Bernie's bird. I just like that bird. I'm voting for the bird. Can I vote for the bird? <laughs> so I'm just saying it's it's got to be more than memes now, guys. Now that's good. That's the first step. The second step is go vote. Um, Whoever you're going to vote for. Uh, I know we're we're kind of going a little long, but I would like to close this out with a, a funny question. If okay. That is okay with my sisters. Yes. Um, this comes from Stanley, and it says, "Who makes up all the nonsense words you guys use? Lit, sus, fam." Can you guys come up with slang that is longer than three letters? And the second part is from Davis, and he says, what is dabbing? Okay, so as far as this teen slang, mm-hmm. now lit is not new, right? We've decided this. We've discussed lit Yeah, before. Lit is old. Um, lit was our generation. Like the band? Well, there was the band lit, but also something was lit. Oh. Party like was lit, was, man. Like on yeah. fire? Well, I mean, it also refers to that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but like metaphorical fire, covered, like <laughs> this is lit. I'll look it up later on the, the teen Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I am aware of the word sus as in like. Um, I'm going to sus this out. Exactly. When we, when we talked about this uh, before we started, uh, I was trying to find the word you all were talking about and then the word that we were asked about. And I found that the word that we are asked about, S-U-S, sus, means scandalous or doing something lame. But the word you all are referring to, I'm assuming, is S-U-S-S. And mm-hmm. it refers to uh, discovering or realizing information, usually with a level of intuition playing a role. Yeah, that's like an old like cowboy word. Like that's like yeah. like, like like an organ trail. Like I'm going to suss out whether you got color or dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to suss it out. <laughs> I don't think if I said that to my patients, they'd be very comforted. <laughs> All right, listen now, ma'am, I'm going to suss out whether or not you have cholera. You don't. I was a free range doctor for I eight years. I educated myself. I'm going to suss out what you got. <laughs> uh, I, I am not familiar with that other that other version of sus. Um, are you familiar with fam? 
Let me like, like your family, like F A M, my fam. Are you? Are you? That's like your family, right? Well, yeah. Like uh, your fam, like hanging with the fam, or like your friends or your fam. Like I thought, you your know. friends were your squad. There's also that. Is my squad is my fam. How, is, fam is my squad spelled different? S Q U A D. Oh no, so it's the same. I wanted to be like S K W A D. Squad. S K W is that what we're going for? <laughs> like it's a cool word. I want it, it to be S K W A A A D Squad. Squad. Cool that gets spelled funny. That's how the word world works. That's and apparently your squad has to have goals. Okay, wait. Your one has to have goals. Your squad. Okay, <laughs> it has goals, right? Squad goals. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, that's like. That's good. It's good that you have goals today. <laughs> so very, I like to see America's youth having goals. Um, a very popular uh, set of squad goals. Squad goals. Um, Taylor Swift and her squad. Yeah. You know, their squad goals. Like, are like those the all... people who are in her music videos? No, like, like her friends. Mastering oh. deadly weapons. <laughs> like, you know how they all like their makeup's always like on fleek. Fleek. And they're always what like, is you know. Fleek. Is this like a drug that everybody's on? <laughs> Everybody's concerned. Now everybody's eyebrows are on it, so <laughs> like, I don't know how that works. Like, like, the eyebrows, and it's a, is it ingested? Is it intravenous? It's like, absorbed through the oh. eyebrows. <laughs> like being on point, dude. My eyebrows are so on fleek today, I can't even concentrate. <laughs> I can't like, see straight. I'm trying to give you all an actual definition so that I don't <laughs> make myself sound silly, but. uh Urban Dictionary defines fleek as on point, so I was right. That was my understanding was that it on fleek meant like you they look good. <laughs> you did it yeah, right. You did it. You did it good. It's F L E E K. Is it just eyebrows? Uh <laughs> <laughs> like could you say like no, your no. your teeth are on fleek. I don't know. <laughs> Something uh not teeth. Your Hair braid is on fleek. <laughs> Your hair braid? <laughs> what, other kind, what other kind of braid could a person have that's not their hair braid? I don't know. Your, your, that t-shirt is on fleek. Amen. Would that work? I mean, you can say that. Like your outfit is on fleek or your makeup is on fleek. Okay. Your midterm but... thesis is on fleek. Oh, yeah. Would that be... What if I told that after I examined somebody and I was like, your abdomen is on fleek. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> No appendicitis in there. And then just leave. <laughs> Say, is on and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, start it. See what happens. Are there any other, so that, like, are there like some burgeoning words that we should know about, Riley? Let's look at the 10 words trending on Urban Dictionary, if you would. If you would. Okay. Um, I don't. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Nice try. Adult, Never mind. <laughs> there, see, we can't do this. We're all butts okay, up now. <laughs> okay. Well, two of the ones on the ten words trending are dabbing and dab. So oh, that's that the other was part also of this. the question. Yeah. So, so tell us, tell us what. When I hear dabbing, what I think of is that after Charlie's done eating, I have tricked her into letting me wipe, wipe her face off by letting her take a little paper towel and dab at her face and go dab 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 okay and then i help yeah and so that um, to me is dabbing so okay i clicked on the one on urban dictionary even though i already know what it is and this is not what i was thinking of that i scrolled down and this is the one i am thinking of um it is a dance move uh 
It is defined as to give a sharp nod to your raised forearm, dancing with sharp nods repeated. <laughs> Do you want me to read the next part? Because uh, I don't really want to, but I will. It says, dab on those fools to acknowledge, agree upon, stunt on. Oh, see, this is stunt on <laughs> foreign language. Dab on those fools means I agree with them. I'm a dab like, on you. What? What? Help. But then, like the uh, one that came up had to do with drugs. Yeah. See, that's that's the only thing. That's the association that I, not me or my friends, but I thought a dab was some sort of like concentrated marijuana thing. It is okay. It is. I thought it was just a small amount of something. A dab. <laughs> so this is three generations, three different meanings for dab. <laughs> you know, like a little dab will do ya. Yeah, a little dab can will I, do ya. Can I just like see you all try to dab based on my description really fast? I know people can't see it, but I would just like to. <laughs> like, you see, you look at your forearm and then you nod approvingly at your forearm. Yeah. Forearm. You both are doing the same thing. <laughs> Dab on those fools. <laughs> dab on that fool, you, you sweet forearm. You're doing your job well. Um, yeah. You are um, on fleek squad goals. <laughs> you, you all, I think you all are going to be proud of me for this transition then, but to make for the end of for the end of this episode, you all, if if you have tickets, will be able to see their their. Uh, they're dabbing. Hey, that's if true. you have tickets to I'm... our live show in New York. So wait, are we gonna are we gonna dab in front of two thousand people by Sydney's yes. definition, Riley's definition, or mine? <laughs> I'm not gonna show you for another three weeks. I'm not gonna show you what actual dabbing is. I'm just gonna read to you that description again, and you all are gonna do it, and everyone's gonna see how cool you look. All right, I have no shame. I don't care. Yeah, no. I'm once you so, yeah over thirty. No shame. <laughs> I, uh, I I would love to say we could plug our show now, but it's sold out. It's sold out, which is crazy. It took like three <laughs> so, hours. So we'll just thank you to those of you who, who bought tickets. And I'm sorry if you yeah. tried and couldn't. It makes um, me really sad. I'm sure we will travel again. Yeah. I am sure this will not be our, our one and only live <laughs> <This> show. <is laughs> first um, and last time you'll ever be able to see us. And, and we do. Somebody asked, do, is the episode available after we, because um, we, we still let details, we'll be in New York on June 4th at the PlayStation Theater. I'm so excited. Um, and uh, and we're with my brother, my brother and me, as well as Sawbones, and it's going to be great. And thank you, and I'm sorry if you can't come. It makes because me really we sold sad. Out. I know, it makes me sad too, but we will well, record the episode. and put out that week. Yeah, so. and we will put out that episode. You can't see it, but you can hear it still. So, you know, and we will, if we do anything ex- ex- especially exciting, we'll describe it. <laughs> yeah, we'll describe it for you. So, yeah. Um, so thank you, and we look forward to seeing those of you who will be there. Yeah. I'm excited. Very excited. Thank you, sisters, for this show. Of course. Thank you, Riley, for answering. You're welcome for the questions. Yeah. Thank you for gathering the questions and then answering them. Well, and and just a general thank you to the Facebook group. I think it's so cool, like how like awesome and supportive and friendly. Like I've never seen a more like awesome group of people concentrated on the internet. The internet is a scary, scary place, and yet you guys manage to be so amazing. It's it's super cool. Absolutely. And we've also managed to form a book club (laughs) and a pen pal list. So it's crazy. And I think there are also like split off groups for video games and and all kinds of different things. So if you are not part of our Facebook group, group, please come join it. And there are also other other Facebook groups. 
yes related to us the still buffering book club i believe yeah. is its but, own and you can come join our group, group as a hub yeah and we will we will help direct you we will or direct we'll, you oh, actually you, you all will help direct you because you are all wonderful and and have made you've given the group a life of its own that yeah. we we have not you know we didn't do it you guys did all it. you all um, you can tweet at us at stillbuff. You can send us emails. Uh, if you have any other suggestions, certainly share them on Facebook. Or if you have you any can, other questions? Yeah, questions. Um, absolutely. The original post I put are still up there, but it was from a while ago. So you know, just put them on there. I'll see them. Um, and you email can email us. us too at stillbuffering at maximumfund dot org. Um, if you have any other questions, well, I'm sure we'll do this again because this yeah. has been enlightening. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, it's been very yeah. fun. Thank you to um, the novellas for our theme song, Baby, You Change Your Mind. Yes. And thank you, Maximum Fun. For, for hosting us. For hosting us. Check yeah. out all the great shows at MaximumFun.org. Uh, this has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And I, I was, was too. too. <laughs> I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I'm Renee Colbert, a dog wanter. And we host a show called Can I Pet Your Dog? The podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. You can find us every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. So now what is this? Is this just a podcast where all we do is talk about dogs? Yeah, sort of. Uh, we definitely have a segment called Dogs We Met This Week, where we tell you about, you know, dogs we met this week. We also have a segment called Dog Heroes, as well as Cool Dog Tech and Stupid Dog Tech. We also have some of your favorite celebrities. Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton, has been a guest. We've got Leslie Margarita. Uh, we've had Nicole Byer, and Wheaton. All the best uh, dog-related celebrities. So check us out every Tuesday on MaximumFun.org or on iTunes. Can I pet your dog? Can I pet your dog? With Renee and Allegra. C-I-P-Y-D. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.